You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's going on, people? Welcome to the post-game number crunch. As usual, I'm your host, Jake Painting, creator of the Hows and Growls Timbles newsletter, and this podcast is proudly brought to you by Canis Hoopers and SB Nation. As you may know by now, number crunch is just a quick post-gamer in my own style, picking out one number or one stat and using it to anchor us in a thought that kind of permeated throughout the game. I'm going to keep pumping these out throughout the season, so if you enjoy them, or if you don't, (laughs) drop me a line and and let me know what you're thinking of this new content. I was away this weekend, but I'll be back next weekend with a long-form podcast. But for now, we're smashing these post-gamers, and we're inching closer to the regular season and to some more competitive basketball. However, before we get there, we have these preseason games, and... Well, this one was actually a doozy. It it started out sloppy and riddled with the stink of LA nightlife. But in the end, the Wolves stormed home to sneak past the Clippers. It was 119 to 117. There were lots of mini storylines that came from this one. Cat returned, which, which he looked good. He shook off some rust early in the night and had a pretty good night of scoring and a really great night of passing, I thought. Anthony Edwards' defense was phenomenal and kind of made up for the fact that he was a little off as a scorer and kind of looked a little rusty to start the game as well. And of course, just the comeback was cool, even though it was very preseason-y, but the Wolves were down by 18 at one stage and came back to win. So that was nice to watch. It was a little bit more fierce and a little bit more competitive, I thought, than the first two games. So we are definitely ramping up to to the real stuff. And this was a little tiny taste of that, but... That's not what I want to touch on. I want to touch on this number. 26.4. As in plus 26.4. And that is Bryn Forbes' net rating throughout this preseason. The best net rating on the team so far. Ahead of Torian Prince and Kyle Anderson and Jordan McLaughlin. All those bench guys who have put in really good stints so far in the preseason. But again... Bryn Forbes is the best, and I know it's only preseason, and it's a stupidly small sample size. But Forbes must be sending Chris Finch home with some almighty headaches, I feel like, at the moment. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, The Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As those numbers, as those net rating kind of numbers suggest, his defensive shortcomings, which really are there, are being far outweighed by his ability to just shoot the shit out of the ball. He knocked down five of his six threes in this game. He's currently jacking up four threes a game and knocking down 66.7% of them. And honestly, that number still feels low. He is hunting space. He is hunting shots. And he is inevitably cashing those shots in when he lets them fly. We've seen oper- we've seen him operating in catch and shoot situations, in handoff actions. He's coming off pin downs and exit screens. He's sprinting to the corners in transition, a la Malik Beasley over the last few seasons. And in this game, he did all of that. He hit three threes in the second quarter when the Wolves were on life support. All of them came as he kind of drifted into an open pocket of space. Not not a true off-movement three-pointer where he kind of sprinted into space, but they were all drifting smartly into into space as it opened up. And and they each came off an assist by Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell, or Carl Anthony Towns. All three of those guys had one assist each to Bryn Forbes in that second quarter specifically. And he was kind of simply working as a relief valve for those star players and feeding off the scoring gravity that they suck towards them. And I I guess it probably goes without saying, but having a player who can do those things and cash in those shots with a remarkably quick release, which Forbes has, that's kind of essential for a high-powered offense. Uh, And it it really, he really is adding that dynamic to to Minnesota's offense right now. The problem with Forbes, of course, is that he's on a minimum deal and very few people would have had him slotted into Finch's regular rotation before the preseason started. Yet, here we are. He has been a huge plus in all three games. He's making what seems like every single shot that he takes. His defense hasn't been horrendous enough to hurt Minnesota to the point where he kind of needs to sit on the bench for them to survive. In fact, He's making them better. And in many ways, he has been this team's Malik Beasley from last season. And for all the streakiness and the bad defense that Beasley brought to the team last season and in seasons prior, he really did play an important role as a floor spacer and a player to run those offensive actions through. Chris Finch loved running actions for Malik Beasley. It's probably where he ran... His most plays, he for the most part, he liked to let Anthony Edwards and Russell and and Cat cook by themselves. Uh, but Beasley, he 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 got out the playbook and he and he got screens involved and he ran those those exit screen plays and the pin down plays and the plays where Beasley was was cutting through the paint and those really worked well. Even when Beasley wasn't hitting those shots, he was getting a lot of open shots. And we've seen that already with Forbes, not to to that extent, but I'm sure that. Finch wants to keep some of his plays, you know, under wraps for now. But we are seeing them with Forbes, and and that archetype of player is even more lethal when you have Rudy Gobert setting those huge screens to to free him up even further. 
now I guess the question is what comes next? Like is he simply a break glass in case of emergency eleventh man who will get some burn when the wolves are really struggling? And if he isn't that, if he does have another good preseason game and he forces his name into that conversation, who comes out for him? I mean, Jordan McLaughlin has been a metronome for this team's bench unit, playing with pace. He has a high net rating as well, as I mentioned earlier. And the team really has looked better when he's been on the court compared to D'Angelo Russell right now, which is probably just the preseason weirdness. But like J-Mac is a, is a really good backup point guard and someone who Chris Finch loves. He's I always say that he's kind of Chris Finch's brain out on the court. So there's, there's that option. Is McLaughlin going to come out for him? Probably not. Jalen Noel is the other one. He's been similarly lo- similarly lost on defense, but similarly lost uh, electric offensively. And Forbes is too small to occupy any other position. He can't like you can't put him at small forward. You can you could try a three guard lineup, I guess, but that's fraught with danger. Jalen Noel hasn't shown that he can guard small forwards either, or anyone at, at you know for that matter. And is there a chance the Finch maybe tries to push an 11-man rotation? Remember, he tried that to begin last season, and it all felt a little too cramped and a little too many players, and it just wasn't working. And he ended up scrapping that idea pretty damn quickly. So I don't know. I'm not here to kind of solve the problems, but I do think that Bryn Forbes is creating problems, good problems. It's, It's a good thing that the Wolves have so much depth and throughout the season it's going to come in handy when injuries inevitably rear their ugly head. But Forbes is building a really good case for minutes on day one. He is such a valuable archetype of player. He had a tough year last year in San Antonio and if he didn't, he probably wouldn't be signing for the minimum with Minnesota. But he's here. Preseason is not the determining factor for how someone's going to play for the entire season. But if we're looking at the evidence that's in front of us, the evidence is that Bryn Forbes can play and can do the things that he's been known to do in past seasons, especially with the Milwaukee Bucks in their in their title-winning season. So if, if he doesn't get those minutes, I, I guess I worry that the Wolves are going to condemn themselves to a rotation that lacks that true shooter and the chance to get buckets out of those actions that I mentioned earlier. And, you know, that could be something that they could solve after 10 games if if things aren't going their way. But I think that Chris Finch probably is is laying awake at night wondering how he can get Forbes into this rotation while still keeping his brain out there in Jordan McLaughlin and still giving the minutes to Jalen Noel that he kind of promised him and that, that we all want to see because Noel, I think, has so much more potential than just a scorer or just a shooter. He's the kind of guy who can really anchor a bench line up to and a six-man-of-the-year type archetype is Jalen Noel. So it's it's a tough one, but Forbes, again, best net rating on the team, 26.4 plus 26.4, which means, you know, he's he's really, really adding value to this team. And again, preseason, I'm sick of doing the preseason caveats because you all know it's preseason, but that does add some weirdness to it. And when the games start, Bryn Forbes could be awful. That defense that I spoke about could 
cost him minutes, it could cost the team points, it could cost the team games. And that happened with Malik Beasley at times last season, and I think that that not having that Malik Beasley, Bryn Forbes type archetype out in the court, that is the benefit that you get with you get from that, that you get Jordan McLaughlin who's feisty on defense. You get Jalen Noel, who's not very good on defense, but he is a more well-rounded player. And then you have a guy like Torian Prince and Kyle Anderson. You, you just you don't have that real true black hole on on defense who can also only do one thing on offense. But man, you watch him shooting those shots, and you watch that second quarter where he really did stop that game from being a blowout just purely by being a smart shooter. And you have to wonder if the Timberwolves could use that on day one of the regular season. Anyway, that's just something to think about, something to ponder on until next time. If you like the show and you want to support my work or get a ton of other you know, long-form articles, post-game player ratings, X's and O's breakdowns, narrated videos that are up on YouTube, please head over to housandgrouse.substack.com Sign up for a monthly subscription. It's $3 a month US. It, it is the price of a cup, a cup of coffee per month. Send me a cup of coffee per month and it really goes a long way to supporting the show, supporting me. I'm, I'm getting closer and closer into turning this into a legitimate job and that's obviously a dream of mine. So if you enjoy this show and you can spare your $3 and you can you know, enjoy my content, I really do think it's gone to a new level this season, then sign up for that stuff. It'll come straight to your email. It's, as I said, a newsletter, so you, you'll get it in email form or you can head over to the website. And, and yeah, let's support each other and let's, you know, I can give you good t- content and you can give me some some money for my time and, and, and effort and, and for my dream. And yeah, until next time, I'll see you next game.